2: Non-essential shops and gyms in Wales are to reopen on the 9th of November. That's according to Welsh Government's chief law officer. From last Friday, non-essential retail, hospitality, and gyms have had to shut their doors for the firebreak. Jeremy Miles said ministers were working on a new set of national rules when the firebreak comes to a close. It wasn't clear at a press conference whether pubs and restaurants would be able to fully reopen. First minister. Minister Mark Drakeford will announce in the coming days of any travel restrictions. The Welsh Government is due to hold a further press briefing on Friday. A Pembrokeshire rogue trader has been ordered to pay almost £2,000 by a court after he carried out poor quality DIY work for a pensioner. Pembrokeshire Trading Standards prosecuted 20-year-old Dougie Whitbread from Pembroke. The man traded as Wales and West Property Solution. He first approached the 66-year-old man last summer. A joint investigation with Dovith Powers Police discovered he made visits looking for other jobs and pressurised the pensioner to have them done. The man offered to do work in the pensioner's home, such as fitting a new floor, but he and his co-worker spent less than one hour and charged £300. Mr Whitbread was also questioned about another incident involving hedge cutting. The court fined him £200 for each offence, together with £1,000 costs. A man has admitted in court to driving a BMW on the A40 without due care and attention. 25-year-old Earl Goodridge from Fishguard was due to stand trial at Haverford West Magistrates Court but changed his plea to guilty at the start of the hearing. The man who worked as a care worker was travelling home towards Fishguard when he lost control of his car and hit barriers under a railway bridge. The vehicle continued down the road before colliding with an oncoming car. A witness to the incident. The incident had a bad feeling it was going to lose control in the moments before. The other driver sustained slight injuries in the collision. The 25-year-old received seven penalty points to his licence and was fined nearly £700. The only Wales Air Ambulance shop in Pembrokeshire has been saved from closure. The charity has taken the difficult decision to shut five of its fundraising retail outlets, but it will keep 12 shops open, including one in Tenby. Its chairman Dave Gilbert said next year Wales Air Ambulance will mark its 20th anniversary. Over the past 20 years, we've been able to save many thousands of lives across Wales. He added, I hope you'll be able to continue to support our life-saving service in other ways. A house in Carmarthenshire has been severely damaged after it was hit by lightning. The property in Tumble was hit shortly before 7am yesterday morning. Mid and West Wales fire service said the house had been damaged and two people had gone to hospital for cautionary checks. A Met Office yellow warning for rain is in place across parts of Wales until midnight. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio.
1: Pure West Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. Pure West Radio Weather.
3: Thanks there to Matt Spill for the latest news at two o'clock this afternoon. Katie Perry and George Ezra are on the way for you next right here on the afternoon show on Thursday 29th of October. Five minutes past two with me, Toby Ellis, with you here until four o'clock today. Yellow rain warning has been issued for Pembrokeshire until Monday morning. Very heavy rain, uh, between now and Monday, that is going to start to return throughout the uh, smaller hours of today. It's still going to be fairly grey and overcast with a few spots of rain. Very blustery as well, gusts of up to 40 miles an hour in parts. Highs are 14 degrees, but will feel a lot chillier due to those uh, windy gales. Uh, the sunset tonight: four minutes to five. The pollution and UV index are both low. You're up to date with Pembrokeshire's weather. Afternoon.
1: This is Pure West Radio.
4: from those other boys, but this time it's real. It's something that I feel. It. I know you heard it from those other boys, but this time it's real. It's something that I. Well, it's a never-ending helter-skelter, we'll be out whatever the weather My heart, My heart My boom, boom, heart, it's a beat, and it's a thumping, and I'm alive I know you heard it from those other boys, but this time It's it's all in that I feel it I know you heard it from those other boys, but this time
3: Perry's Teenage Dream Place here at Pure West Radio. Just approaching quarter past two with me, Tobes. Uh, we do have Len Bateman on the way just after half past two. For your surf and tide report, uh, we've also got uh, a throwback tune which is some 20 years old now, and uh, it always makes you put your hands up in the air and that's a bit of a sing-along. Uh, also, Goo taking us through the 80s and a 90s dance classic, which I absolutely love. Uh, then Reese James is going to be joining us on Zoom this afternoon to have a chat about his ordeal, as he's a Pembrokeshire teacher who was stuck in Italy in isolation for 61 days, getting given meals in plastic tubs every day. Awful ordeal. We'll hear about that next as he joins us here on The Afternoon Show.
1: The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio. Supported by the Port of Milford Haven.
5: Milford Marina looks so much better when you're dining at The Harbour Master. A friendly and relaxing atmosphere offering homemade food, handcrafted cocktails and a refreshing wine list. Enjoy a light bite, indulge in a juicy burger or some freshly cooked fish dishes. Whatever you like, The Harbour Master has it for you. Serving lunch and dinner Monday to Saturday and yes, of course, a roast on Sundays. Book by ringing 01646 695 493 or send them a message on Facebook. The Harbour Master, Milford Marina.
1: I'm just not feeling it. I need something more glamorous. Have you tried Image by Vanessa? Sorry, who? Image by Vanessa at Milford Waterfront. They have an amazing choice of gorgeous women's wear, with professional stylists who can help find the perfect outfit. Oh wow! What about special occasions? Oh
6: yes, Image by Vanessa has one of the largest local choices for Mother of the Bride, cruises
1: and balls. There's no need to go anywhere else. So that's why you always look so fabulous. Thanks. I know where I'm going next. For finer
0: fashion on your doorstep, stroll in store at Milford Waterfront or visit the Facebook page.
1: The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio in association with the Port of Milford Haven.
0: Patch is the Pure West Radio Chosen Charity of the Year. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the patch update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio.
1: For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio.
3: S Club 7 and Reach playing right here at Pure West Radio. Twenty past two with me, Tobes, right here on the afternoon show on Thursday, the 29th of October. And a yellow rain warning issued uh, for Pembrokeshire until Monday. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, that that weather not looking uh, too great for uh, the next couple of days ahead of the uh, the fire break lockdown which we are currently enduring right here in Wales but that is nothing compared to what one person had to go through uh, what an ordeal um he's been featured in our news numerous times we've been on pleased to get him home safely and uh, I'm delighted uh, that uh, Reese is back on Pembrokeshire soil. He is safe and he's he's looking great. I must say, uh, he's with us on the show right now. Reese James, afternoon, my man. You good? How are you Hi, keeping? How are you doing? Is it nice yeah, much to be? Now, is it I nice to be? I was going to say, it, but it's nice to be back <laughs> on Pembrokeshire soil, isn't it? Crikey.
5: I mean, it's lovely. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, I got back a week before we went into the fire break, so. I was able to get around to some of the beaches and everything, okay.
3: Oh, fantastic. So, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Rhys uh, is from, from Pembroke, Doc. Uh, you're, you're a teacher as well, Reese.
5: Yeah, that's right. So, I've trained as a, uh, a TEPL teacher, so teaching English out abroad. So, this year, then, I was teaching out in Italy to summer camps and kids around Italy.
3: So you, you went to Italy to, to teach some kids and um, you, went, you went on a bit of a, a hike, I believe. You went to go and see a few of the sites with, with a few friends that you, you met over there. Is that right?
5: Yeah, exactly that. So during the kind of summer holidays in Italy, they give you two weeks where all of the schools shut, all of the camps shut. So we were told, OK, you've got two weeks to go and see where you want to see. So we went to Venice and then Florence and then, yeah,
3: and uh, unfortunately, whilst you were on your, your trek, while you were having a bit of time out with a few of your mates, you, you contracted uh, coronavirus.
5: Yeah, that's right. So there were three of us together um, and actually two of us had the symptoms for coronavirus. So everything like you see on the news, we had the lo- um, loss of taste, smell. We had the cough, we had the dry throat, the, the fever and everything. So we thought the best thing to do would be to go and get tested at a hospital in Florence. So
3: what, what did you originally think? You know, oh, my goodness, you know, we got, we've got this awful um, virus which is affecting the world. Um, did, did you feel like, oh, my goodness, am I going to deteriorate? Or, or, you know, did it feel like a normal virus? What was it like to have COVID?
5: Yes, yeah, I think the shock is the worst part. When they told us we were positive, we didn't believe them. Mm. I mean, I would say it feels like the worst flu I've ever had, but it was over in two days. Right, so, okay. um and then so I'm 23 I'm quite young so I was quite ill with it so was one of the other lads who's 20 um the other boy with us 22 had no symptoms whatsoever so it really does affect every single person completely differently
3: yeah and and that is why I guess it's been known as such an awful deadly virus um but to be honest this was just the start of the ordeal wasn't it it was one thing coming to terms with having covid Mm. and getting over it but but tell us sort of what happened in in the coming days from that
5: Yeah, so basically we were told you've got two weeks that you can stay in isolation together and hour by hour the news changed. It went from you can stay together in an apartment to we're going to put you in a facility and you'll be in separate rooms, but it'll only be two weeks. And then after two weeks, they told us one more week, one more week, one more week. And in total it was nine weeks and we were still being told you might leave tomorrow. And there was, you never had full on news about when we would leave. Awful.
3: I mean, I guess it's the same as the UK then, where at least it was okay. It's it's only two weeks, you know. We'll we'll stay isolated. We'll make sure, you know, we keep this virus under control and we don't spread it to 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 other people during that time. Um, what were the living conditions like where you were?
5: Yeah, extremely basic. So, what Italy did was they hired out some hotels and used them as COVID hospitals. They call them, but I mean. You know, your single bed, you've got a window, you've got a basic bathroom, and you're not allowed to go into the hallway, you can't open the door, you weren't allowed to lean too far out of the window either, Wow. Um, food was delivered to your door, you only had two visits a day from cleaners and doctors in complete hazmat suits, um, and none of them could speak English, so... I managed to learn a bit of Italian out there, but <laughs> not under the best conditions, to be honest.
3: <laughs> well, at least you can smile about it and take a positive away from this awful experience now, Reese. I yeah. mean, what was going through your mind throughout that period? I mean, it, you know, it's bad enough having to be self-isolated for two weeks, um, but, you know, you ended yeah. up there for 61 days. I mean, how, how did you pass the time?
5: I mean, that's the thing. I think if anyone told you how long you'd be in there for at least you've got an end date and you can think right two weeks three weeks okay Mm. i'm leaving on that date but we had none of that every single doctor told us different things so we never knew when we were leaving so apart from your meal times when they deliver food to you your doctor check every day and your cleaner check i mean i got into doing workouts a bit of yoga lots of netflix i think (laughs) i've watched every film on netflix now um (laughs) um, not the best wi-fi so trying to make calls home but you know, they wouldn't last for very long. I couldn't hold a FaceTime call properly, so, Mm. you know, and you just rely on that kind of little bit of contact from the outside world to keep a bit of normality, but... 24 seven in one room is tough
3: i mean i could imagine i mean there's there's one thing sort of you know putting yourself into self-isolation with your your household um so at least you you have company or you know you can get on the phone and ring someone downstairs or you can shout through the door or uh but you know being in a country that you don't know anybody you're completely on your own you've got doctors and nurses and cleaners that speak a completely different language i mean at one point did you ever think am i ever going to get out of here
5: it, it does get to that point. I mean, by, I think, say week four or five, we were thinking every single doctor and nurse has got a different answer for us. We don't know when we're going. One doctor told us we're not contagious. And then the next day they tell us we're extremely contagious. And then it was just different information from every person. And half the time they wouldn't answer you. We had a phone number we could call. In fact, whilst I was out there, I had a full dislocate my shoulder and it took one whole week for the doctors to actually come and see me. No. And tell me, yeah, and then they had to pop it back into place in the hospital. So crikey. I mean that was just one of the things that happened to add mm. <laughs> to the drama. But um it was just a shame because you had no obviously back in Pembroke I can go down to the surgery and get seen to straight away or, you know, just walk to the shop or something like that. But you you cannot leave your room. It's complete isolation.
3: I know you completed uh, Netflix. Uh, whilst you were out there, Reese, I think Netflix might even be knocking on your door <laughs> yeah. for uh, maybe doing uh, some sort of series on, on your ordeal. I mean, because it, it must have been frightening. I mean, what what did the other two <laughs> make of this? I mean, would, were you able to speak to them at all or, or was it not until afterwards that you could once again speak to them?
5: I mean, that was the thing. For the full nine weeks, we made sure every lunch and dinner time we'd do a WhatsApp call. So we kept a little bit of normality Great. in being able to have, you know, Meal times together, and it's a strange feeling because we spent the whole of that time in separate rooms, but we did it all together at the same time. So Mm. we've become—I mean, lifelong friends. I can easily say that. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's an experience. I don't think not one I'd ever want again, but one I won't forget.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, most certainly. So, what what were your family thinking throughout this period? I mean, it must have been the longest sixty-one days. You know, two months of not knowing, you know, what was gonna happen to their son.
5: I mean, that's exactly it. Both of my parents are extremely proactive people. They love to, when I've been abroad before, they send out care packages, things like that. um, And they love doing that. But Mm -hmm. in this facility, they couldn't even order a takeaway for us. They couldn't make proper phone calls to the reception. They they, They couldn't do anything. They felt really helpless. I mean, my dad, said he felt like his hands were tied behind his back and he's just yeah. watching his son, you know, stuck in this situation. So I think for them, it was more frustration than anything else. Um, at first, obviously, they were upset, but it got to a point where, you know, we were hungry and they couldn't feed us, especially for my mum. I mean, she was yeah. gutted. She really wanted to send me out a roast dinner by Royal Mail <laughs> or something, but you couldn't even, you know, you couldn't send out a chocolate bar at, at that time. So, yeah, so it was pretty tough for them.
3: Yeah, and and what they'd have done to probably just give you a hug as well. I mean, let alone send you a a Sunday dinner or some or some food over. I mean, j- just to give you a squeeze and just to say, look, you know, we'll get you out of here. I mean, I'm sure that would have meant so much to them. I mean, we we had our graphic designer, Kieran Warlow. He was uh, onto us saying we need to do yeah. something how how can we get reese home you know you guys need to to do what you can in your power of being you know uh, in the local media uh, and all uh, oh, the other local media picked it up as well i mean um, you know you, you were quite talked about reese as i'm sure you've noticed since you you've been back here um <laughs> we were all putting out shout outs like i sent a message to my auntie who lives in italy i mean there were so many people wanting to get yeah. you home safe and sound were you aware of any of this whilst you were out there
5: yeah, definitely. I mean, a big thank you to Kieran as well for, you know, being one of the many people that, you know, shared our posts, for, for retweeting, for sharing all the Facebook posts, because because of everyone doing that and through the media helping us, we got through to the government, to the foreign office directly. We were having phone calls with our MPs and um, the embassy abroad almost daily. We had a lawyer appointed by the Italian president, come and wow. visit us at the hotel as well. <laughs> and he said that our case is one of the reasons the law has now changed in Italy. Wow. So that's I incredible. That's something I something my CV now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely.
3: I managed to change laws so, um, in Italy. I mean, wow, not everyone can say that. Exactly, yeah. You know, testament to your perseverance, I guess. <laughs> no, and, definitely not. And character. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> what? how did you feel? I mean, what went through your mind when finally... You know, the doors were knocked down. They managed to bulldoze these bridges over and everything was completely flattened for you. And and you were told that you were finally coming home. I mean, I couldn't imagine how you felt.
5: Yeah, I mean, that was incredible. I mean, it was so underwhelming because it was just a phone call from the reception saying, Oh, no. Oh, you're joking. (laughs) nine weeks. (laughs) Yeah. it was just ridiculous. Oh, Quinn and dear. I, at that point, were thinking, "Come on, we could at least use, you know, a helicopter and some banners." <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so a little bit <laughs> underwhelming. But we were so ecstatic, and that first phone call to our parents and everything was incredible. It was amazing. Oh, I
3: could imagine. Um, so what was it like, though? I mean, you know, everyone obviously knows you've had COVID nineteen, and you're you're coming from one country to another. How, how was that received?
5: I mean this is the thing we've had a lot of criticism about going abroad in the first place for working abroad i mean the one thing to say was at that time we were in the peak of it you know wales was on complete lockdown and it was safer to travel by plane to milan than it was to get a tube into london so Mm. you know going abroad obviously i went there to work um and it's a shame we caught it and at the time you you don't think you've got the virus and the the problem is people walking around right now, probably in Pembrokeshire, with no symptoms whatsoever, but are carrying the virus. And that's the mm. scary thing about it. Yeah. You. you don't think you've got it. Um, and obviously coming home after all of those weeks, we were testing positive week after week. Yet in the UK, we're classed as negative after 14 days. So, mm. I mean, that was the that was the problem, you know? We were constantly getting these positive tests and we were saying we've got no symptoms whatsoever. We're We've had them and we don't understand why we're still positive. I mean, they say it's because of dead cells in the tests because the tests in Italy are very thorough and pick up dead cells. So, yeah, we have no idea. Mm. So it's a shame there are people saying, you know, oh, he should have stayed abroad. He should not have come back to Wales. But obviously everyone's got their opinion and it's hard. But at the end of the day, I'm from Pembroke Dock and, you know, I wanted to be home. And now I can be home and isolate. You know, with my family, I've got a kitchen and a garden I can walk through and <laughs> yeah. you know, even that seems like a luxury after all that all that time abroad.
3: Exactly. Anyone that is moaning about this current firebreak lockdown restrictions here in Wales, you know, you just need to hear <laughs> Reese's story and you will feel so very grateful. You know, even even just to go outside in <laughs> the chucking down rain and get your exercise. I mean, you know, even you couldn't do that, Reese. I mean, it just shows that you can't even compare the two, can you?
5: No, I mean that's the thing. I think You know, the lockdown is necessary, you know, people need to socially distance, people need to, you know, sanitize, follow all all of the rules because this virus is real. I mean, you can be kind of tucked away in West Wales and think, oh, it's not going to hit us. It's only in London and Cardiff and stuff. But, you know, I was away in Italy and I didn't think where I was, it would hit us. And at that time, you know, there was hardly any cases. And then we became the first three cases in Florence after two and a half months. And in the following week, you know, there was already a hundred and then up to a thousand and it spread so fast. So all I can say is people should just take advantage of the fact they've got good Wi-Fi, good TV, hopefully Mm. a garden, can still go out on a walk. I mean, I'm loving that. I mean, this compared to then feels like paradise. (laughs)
3: Yeah, (laughs) I can imagine. And I mean, we're (laughs) so very lucky to live here in West Wales. You know, we are in the country. Mm. We have a very low population over a very sparse area. I mean, today, the latest figures in just today, you know, there's 11 new cases. But when you compare that to to other parts of the UK, Mm. you know, we have gotten away with this very lightly. But, you know, you're living proof, Reese. You know, you've had COVID. You know, you've been in a foreign Mm. country going through a completely different system where they've been so thorough with testing, you know, yeah. 61 days until you're allowed to leave the country. Um, you know, obviously you weren't a threat. You were you were coming back to the country. You just wanted to be home. Um, and yet you still mm. have this exactly, opinion. Yeah. You know, people will always have this opinion. What is the right and wrong thing to do? And I think only time will tell. And when we can look back and go, that was the right decision, mm. that was a wrong decision.
5: Exactly that. I mean, it was easy enough for us boys at the time to say, uh, we're a bit ill, but we won't get tested. Yeah. I mean the, the truth is if I hadn't got tested, I probably wouldn't have self isolated. I probably still would have gone out and spread the virus to people. Mm. And I can honestly say that. But we thought at the time, you know, the responsible thing is to go and get a test because we're showing the symptoms and and we were so convinced we'd be negative, but we weren't. We yeah. we were positive. And you know, in one way, thank God we went to a a testing center because otherwise how many hundreds and thousands yes. would have been affected by that exactly and that is exactly the attitude yeah, think which you know decision
3: yeah a huge decision but ultimately people need that attitude because if you think you've got the virus you you need to stop spreading it it's as simple as that it's the only way we're gonna beat it um mm. Rhys James uh, I bet you're elated to be back home right now my
5: goodness yeah <laughs> yeah I mean coming back uh, both my sisters did a surprise party straight away I oh, was nice. in the house just not I just didn't know how to act around people so they were all trying to ask me all of these questions and i'm thinking just watch the interviews back i need to <laughs> i need to sleep so
3: just 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 send them a link to this if anyone wants to catch up with um, what's been going on <laughs> so
5: it's been a weird time a little bit exhausting being around people all the time but mm. loving it
3: yeah well we're just so pleased here at pure west radio your home safe and sound reese i mean it's been so bizarre Hearing about you in the news, talking about you, you know, on my show, saying, "Look, if anyone's got any connections in Italy, if there's yeah. anything you can do to bring this man back home," and now I'm chatting to you, you know, it's 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 just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the power of uh, the people, really, and, and we're so mm-hmm. chuffed you're back home, safe and well. Literally. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Wright's been yeah, in touch. All, all
5: I can say is thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, an absolute pleasure. It's just great to have you back, Reece. Uh Lauren Wright's been in touch to say, oh, I'm so glad you're all home safe, was watching you on Good Morning Britain. <laughs> mm,
5: yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's crazy the extent this whole thing went to when we had that message from Pierce saying, yeah, we want you on the show on Monday. And then we became a bit of a weekly... items so that was great um
3: well that's it we've been following your journey not only here in Pembrokeshire but you know right across the UK you know people have have just just so relieved that you're, you're back home which is which is the most important thing
5: yeah yeah I mean it's been amazing like without the help of the media we wouldn't have got the coverage that we needed to then get through to the government um you know, it's through through the media we were able to get to a platform where we could say, right, we need something changing. I mean, people in Italy didn't know that was the law. Like, wow. they didn't know the isolation rules. And it was only through us going through, you know, all of the news outlets in the UK, who then got in touch with the Italian newspapers. We were the national in Italy, biggest news headlines, and everyone were then saying, wow, these boys are stuck in Florence, we never knew.
3: Mm. And
5: now the law has changed, Yeah, thankfully. So. Yeah, it's just a massive thank you to all of the media outlets for helping us, really. Uh,
3: Absolute pleasure. Uh, Ultimately, uh, I guess there's so many positives to take away from this, Reese. You know, it's great that you've had such an influence on hopefully Mm -hmm. many Italian lives. And uh, we're just delighted you're home uh, safe and sound. Well, stay safe during the next couple of weeks, Reese. Thanks ever so much for catching up with us here at Pure West Radio. And uh, stay safe. Keep well, my man.
5: Yes, we'll do. You too. Thank you very
3: much. Rhys James, what an absolute star. We're just relieved he's back home safe and sound, aren't we? My goodness me. It's almost like chatting to a fictional character. He's been in the uh, papers and uh, we've been covering it so much, but uh, just uh, great news on the whole. Great 90s tune on the way after this. Throwback to the 80s now. Kajagoogoo, right here on Pure West Radio.
1: Follow me. Search for Pure West Radio.
3: Original I love your baby at Pure West Radio. Thanks to Rhys James for joining us on the show. My goodness me, what an ordeal to go through. It just makes you realise how lucky we all are just to be able to stay at home with our family for two weeks. It really does put it all in perspective, doesn't it? My goodness me. Uh, we've got Rizzle Kicks to play you next year at Pure West Radio. Then Len Bateman's got the Surf and Tide report. So uh, uh, if you are heading out to sea... You might want to have this information to hand, my goodness me, if you are though. Crikey, I feel really sorry for you. My goodness, it must be seriously choppy out there. Here's the boy from Rizzle Kicks. Yes, Rizzle
4: Kicks,
5: Dagnabbit. Wilson, Cause I love summer, no, Rachel Wilson. Yes. The winter will come, we just have
7: parties inside, it's still fun. We're pump this, chase a boyfriend, let's have him.
5: We're rowdy, girls make our judgement cloudy. But when the sun comes out, we're still elkies. We don't wanna be lousy or shameless. But we're running around like we're brainless. Now I got grass stains on my brand new white trainers. On my brand new white trainers. Um
4: I know a few guys latest, steppers, competitors, neighbors, so later as it's blatant as we've got our own sound, you know now. So go on and get hose down and oh no. Yeah Let's get down with the trumpets. Yeah, yeah. Let's get down with the trumpets. Yeah, yeah. Let's get down with the trumpets. Yeah, yeah, let's get down with the trumpets. get down with the down with the get down with the down with the Let's get down with the down with the Let's get down with the trumpets. When I get down, I get respect now. And when our tune drops, you know it makes your head bounce Yeah, I move with the flow And when I enter the room, it shows I move sick, I then chick Moving, I move quick, I at risk I Just be careful you don't lose your chick I That might just happen So listen, be stick with your madam
5: might How much sound from the brass to the air will it take To put your bras in the air?
4: Holding me there Just don't pretend that if it wasn't older you wouldn't wanna dance me, yeah. My I was top boy of the cast in my year Well, not really, but I was halfway there And I could have been the headmaster, so yeah, got vibes and charisma Lighter and whistler, backy and filter Shine for me, mister I want the sunset So I'm looking at my blue Yes, some we drop a light hand bills, bring your whole crew to a standstill. Still stick us on the clubs and I guarantee that nobody will stand still Yeah, yeah, let's get down with the trumpets Yeah yeah Let's get down with the trumpets Yeah yeah Let's
7: get down with the trumpets Yeah yeah Let's get down with the trumpets War Let's get down with the down with the Let's get down with the down with the Let's get down with the down with the get down with the trumpets
2: Radio. I'm Len Bateman, bringing you to the surf report for Pembrokeshire for Thursday the 29th of October. High water Milford is a 1706 at a height of 6.7 metres, and the swell at the moment of the hedge is 4.5
1: metres. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. I can just, over and I can just show you. let me do it.
8: You live in your life, having a good time, better than when you were mine, I gotta be honest, I got regrets, never gave you respect, should have show you that I care, this time I be honest, I had to mess up so I could understand.
4: Gally in my car, dark skin, brunette, M Wait, anyway, Rolls Royce, double R Switched up from corned beef to caviar. Makeup's, I don't like the war Me and Ma I ain't felt like this before. Me first, I'm a goller. She said, swallow your pride, let me holler. Came back and I shut down the summer. When I cop it, I bust down, I got her. She wanna do over. Sexy in the Range Rover. But baby, it's over.
5: No. Oh.
7: See okay.
3: That is Rudimental. Love that, track's playing right here at Pure West Radio featuring Anne-Marie and Tion Wayne. Come over. Uh, so the kids are going back to school on Monday, I know. That is if they are in primary school or years seven and eight. I've got more details on this for you just after the latest news up next at three. So if you've got any kids going back to school, must hear info after three o'clock here on Pure West Radio. Join us every Friday for the 2.30
2: kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings, and the latest changing room gossip from the Cumry Premier side. Miss the final whistle or well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford
3: West County AFC.
1: During lockdown, you might have been doing more exercise probably more eating you've definitely been doing more listening so now as more shops are reopening it's time to treat yourself and revamp your radio
6: Just empty pleasure. Yeah. Don't text to come over. We don't talk when we're sober. Fairy tale, I can live without. Why dress in the altar? The diamond in your ring. That's all anyone cares about. Don't text to come over. We don't talk when we're sober. Fairy tale, I can live without. Why dress in the altar? that diamond There's someone else on your mind. Always end up stranded, yeah. Playing with our emotions, heartbroken, we're frozen. Fairy tale, I can live without, yeah. White fence and a real job, we waste away in the suburbs. That's all that anyone cares about. That's all anyone cares about. Don't want to come over, but we don't talk when we're sober. Fairy tale, I can live without. I'm